Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You mentioned off that Johnny Manziel thing and it was interesting. Because again, you play with a whole bunch of quarterbacks, good and bad. Yeah. You mentioned... They The Browns ignored the warning signs with Johnny Manziel. Uh, there's on-field, and then there's off-field. The off-field stuff, much more difficult for us to maybe kind of parse through, figure out. You know, like even like Kayshawn Booty, right? Like one of the knocks on him was, might not be the best practice player, right? Isn't a consistent guy, da-da-da. Was trying to work it through last year's wife. was a seventh-round pick. But... As you mentioned, Cleveland just went, you know, see no evil, speak no evil. I'm not, I don't care. We're just taking the guy. What are the real warning signs that would make you pause? Whether it's on the field or the off the field stuff's pretty easy. You got to try to figure out what they're going to do with money. What kind of people do they hang out with? What's the family background? Like, I remember this. I was calling a game in the CAA once and where I was at, Towson, they had a great running back, Terrence West. You could tell he was a pro. Yeah. Right? Like, at that level, he ran for, like, 300 in a playoff game or something crazy, right? His mother was a nightmare. You heard her in the stands. <clears throat> you heard her yelling at the coach. It was. Yeah, I know those. All right. Those, they're at every level. And that be, and that was. Was this the Terrence West that played for the Browns? Uh, I do believe he was with the Browns. Yeah. This. So this. But this. But his mother was everywhere and vocal and a pain in the ass. And people were like, "Oh my god, you have to deal with that." Whatever. He ended up, I think, leaving after a junior from the FCS level. He was that good. But stuff like that. Those are things that I don't think. People sort of think about how's the family react? How's that dynamic going to be? Am I bringing that into my locker room? Am I going to have a guy whose mother's like, you should be getting the ball every time, baby? You know, something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. That just sort of, you know, becomes... Yeah, so that's off the field issues. Yeah, yeah. So, but you're curious about the uh, the the flags that you would uh, alert you to uh, on the field issues. Yeah, like Johnny Manziel was lauded for making plays outside of structure. That it became the new big thing. Ooh, he makes plays off schedule. Well, when you don't know the schedule, everything's off schedule. And that was that dumb dumb. I think for me, like the one thing I would I would have to believe that you could handle the volume of plays and and at the at the lowest level explain it. Like you gotta be able to explain it. Because I'm I, I'm already drafting you with the idea that you can throw the football. Right, and you could throw a fade, and you can do all that stuff. I need to know that you can. How quickly can you process the information? Uh, can you quickly, for those who might not understand the context of the quarterback explaining it, like you said, at a very base level. So, if you're a veteran, you're playing with a young quarterback. There's some sort of disconnect. Like you might know it. Would you still ask that guy? Like, would you want him to explain it to you? I'm just curious. I would. Yeah, I would. Need, he would have to prove it to me, and 
like like other positions don't really have this problem. They don't like as a tight end wide receiver, like hey, they don't really put you up on the board and tell you to explain this. Honestly, fronts. Like, uh, dude, I couldn't uh, tell you a front if you if it was a, to save my life. You know what I was gonna say? It sounds like a little bit of what you're saying is a, a, a position group that would have that would be the offensive line. Like you would say to the center, "Here's the front. Call the protection. You got to explain it a little bit." Same for a quarterback yeah. as well. But the quarterback needs to know the protection as well as the center does so that everybody is on the same page as to how that's blocked. Yeah, up. and and that would be, I guess, because I got to know that I'm going to throw a lot at him. Is he going to be able to handle it? It's going to be more than he's ever heard or seen in his life. He's going to – like the famous clip that we play of uh, Sims, um, Chris Sims. Mm-hmm. Where um, Gruden, oh, Gruden he's gives him the to play, do that Gruden play call, and he cannot get it. He can't get it. Like I, you got to be able Let's to go scatter to west, right, tight, F left, three seventy two Y stick Z spot. Here we go, scatter to west, right, tight, F left, three eighty two Y stick. Christ. I got to be honest with you. I think I screwed that up too. No, no, but if you you package it. It's I know. like you, you, you don't you learn segments. to package it. Yeah, yeah. it's a, it's like so once you do that, it's really easy. And it's and it's it is. I'm just telling you, it is. If you were able to kind of, you know, package it up as uh formation, you know, protection, and then play, you know, it's easy. Scatter to West Right. Yeah. Three seventy two. I, I think X stick Y cross. I think one of the things that uh that should be dug in on is that whole play outside of structure deal. Because there's a lot of nuance to that. Like, for example, did a did an O-lineman just blow a block and the play was there, but the quarterback had to react? Okay, fine. But it's the, well, if the quarterback had just hung in a half a second more or just let that ball go a little earlier, you know, the underneath crosser was coming open type thing. Or did they tuck it down and run it and stuff like that? Like, I think what we're, unfortunately, Christian, I hate to say that quarterback play for some has become more about the flash plays than the plays you're supposed to make in rhythm and within an offense. I think people get hooked into the flashy ability of a guy who can tuck and make people miss and run for 60 yards if something isn't there. And I'm not saying that isn't valuable, but a lot of times there are other plays to be made within the way the offense is called where that guy might have just freaked out and gone into business for himself and made a great play, but in reality, you're not running the offense. What, Does that what make is your, sense? Yeah, and what what is your three most – you're a GM. Your three most important criteria for a quarterback. Like, what are the three things that you would say, my quarterback's got it? Because I saw Alex uh, Van Pelt mentioned this. He, he talked about the three things that, that were important to him. And I'm listening to going, geez, I don't know if Mac Jones has any of those anymore. Um, I would say it is the ability to process information, number one. Yep. Because you got to be, as you said, you got to handle the playbook and you got to see it. Uh, and the old double A, anticipation and accuracy. And I go accuracy in front of anticipation because I need to know that regardless of where you throw the football or how you throw the football, that you're going to be accurate first. If you have the ability to process information and you're accurate, 
I do think the anticipation is something that will come along as you get more comfortable at the pro level. Okay. The leadership, the toughness, the accuracy, and the decision-making. Interesting. Okay. Similar. The one thing I think that you left out that I think you would have added anyways. Intangibles would have been my third. Oh, okay. Um, I thought you would have said. No, it's Well, more, maybe this isn't intangible. Well, because yeah. intangibles come in a lot of different ways for some. Like, not every quarterback is a fiery dink. Like, not everybody is like Tom Brady from that standpoint in terms of I will get in your face, I will beat your ass, I will outwork you, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But what other intangible do you have that can help a football team? You can't ignore it just because it isn't the, I'm going to get in your face. Well, the one there's is toughness. Yeah. Was, would have been the, that's the one that, that Aaron Van Pelt yeah, used. It's got, it's, and I think that's something that Jones lost. And it's funny, we were talking about the dynasty, and you could tell like what was happening to Drew Bledsoe in episode one. It's similar to what really kind of happened to uh, Mac Jones a little bit as far as what Drew Bledsoe turned into and what Mac Jones ultimately turned into also. Different ways, but I think it's similar. I think um, I think with quarterbacks, the the thought is how physically tough are they? I'm almost more interested in how mentally tough they are first than the physical toughness. Because if you can't mentally handle everything that's thrown at you, including the media, including the criticism, all that kind of stuff, then you're just going to you're going to crumble anyway or you're not going to be able to learn the playbook or whatever in the world it is. Um I I think evaluating quarterbacks is not quite inverse of what you would at other positions, but holy cow. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.